Welcome to Healing Place Church, where our mission is to be a healing place for a hurting world. Listen each week for updated content and be sure to share with your friends. We hope this podcast is a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. You know, there's a hunger that's in this house. The Bible says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. How many of you here today say, Pastor, I, I just want more of God. I need more of God. Now, we've tasted of, this, of, the, of the things of this world. It just doesn't satisfy. Man, it's just so empty. Man, when you're called and created by God, man, you, you have a longing for something this world cannot give. You know, we, we want more of God, but really worship is our way of giving God more of us. Some of us, you say, God, I need more of you. But worship is the chance for us to respond to the God who says the same thing. Son, daughter, I want more of you. So there's there's an element to our worship that is just surrendering more of ourselves to him. And I think that's why the enemy of your soul will fight moments like this. Some of you came to church today and it was a battle just to get here. I mean, you were fighting tooth and toenail just to be in the house. Am I talking to anybody? Why is it that the enemy of our soul would fight so hard against our worship and praise? I think it's because when we worship God, we remind the devil of everything that he lost. Remember when God had to kick Satan out of heaven? You see, the devil knows what this is about. And he understands the power and the potential when our worship goes up to God. There's something transformative that happens when we give God praise. Uh, I want to guide our prayer, and we're going to continue to worship and sing and pray and minister, but I want to guide our our prayer through the Psalms. In Psalm 103, this this is perhaps one of my favorite chapters. And I was praying that the Holy Spirit would let me at least read the Scripture to you. And then out of that, then whatever God wants to say or do, man, let's, let's just continue to, to follow his leading. But I love Psalm 103. It's, it's penned by David. And David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Somebody say all. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Do you know that when we get together in a context like this, We're not just singing songs, but we're blessing the Lord. Now, I know sometimes we come to church and we're like, hey, Lord, would you bless my soul? But notice what the words say. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. David is talking to his soul. And he's saying, soul, you're going to bless God today. Now, what's your soul made of? It's your mind, your will, and your emotions. Can I tell you, sometimes we are so distracted when it comes to worship. Our mind, our will, and our emotions are all over the place. Come on, are you catching this? Don't you think that's designed by the enemy of your soul? He wants you to be so distracted. I want to encourage you when we worship God. And I know we've got lights and we've got videos and we've got, you know, instruments and and you got graphics and you got a lot of, there's a lot of things happening, especially in a crowd this size. But I want to encourage you during worship to pay attention to the words on the screen. 
because you're declaring some things if you realize it or not. You're speaking some things over yourself. David says, soul, you're going to bless the Lord. When we worship God, we have an opportunity to bless God. Now, I know we need a blessing from God. Can I have a good amen? But sometimes the best way to get a blessing from God is to tell your soul, soul, you will bless God. When we get to church, man, I know I need some things from him, but I'm going to give something to him first. Sometimes people would say, now look, I grew up in church my whole life. How many of you are church rats? Yeah, but born and raised in church, man, so I kind of know how this works. Sometimes we'd leave service, you know, the conversation at the lunch table. Well, you know, I just didn't care for worship too much. Worship didn't do anything for me today. Come on, how, how many's ever heard that? Maybe you didn't say that, but you've been a part of a conversation. Well, that, that was just too loud. I didn't like the sound. Man, they didn't sing my song. They didn't sing my song. The drums were a little off. You know, I just, you know, I'm a musician. I, I just didn't keep the beat. The singers were late on that cue. Worship didn't do much for me. That's okay. Because we're not worshiping you. I'm saying this to a church family. And listen, I've grown up and we critique church my whole life. And God's reminding us today that worship is not about you. Worship is about you blessing him. Worship didn't do anything for me today. Well, God's saying it did something for me. Bless the, see, listen, when you worship God, you have a chance to bless the Lord. And you're telling your soul, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of your feelings, regardless of what happened this week, or even the battles and struggles of the day, we come here and we say, soul, I don't care if you feel it or not. He's, he's worthy. He deserves it. I'm going to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. That means 100%. When was the last time you came to church and you just worshiped God with everything? You didn't leave anything on the table. You just, I mean, I'm, I'm going all in. Come on, some of you, if you bless God with everything, you'd pull a hamstring. Come on, somebody. My body's sore today. We ran a 5K yesterday. I'm hurting. I started jumping a little bit. My calf muscles reminded me that I didn't train for that 5K that I ran in yesterday. What would happen if you went all in when you worship God? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. When you live life with the purpose of blessing God, then the blessings of God will overtake you. He's, he goes on to say, verse 2, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Again, he's talking to his soul. So you will bless the Lord, and you will forget not all of his benefits. You see, the other thing, second thing worship allows us to do, is that, well, I'm feeling this is strong right now. This is just the word doing the work. The second thing that worship will allow us to do is to remember the faithfulness of God. I'm not going to forget your benefits, Lord. You see, God knew that we would need to be reminded of everything that he's done. How many of you, God has saved you from some stuff? 
How many of you, God has healed you, maybe in your body, in a relationship? He's restored some things to you. Yes, he had. I mean, God pulled you out of the mud, out of the mire. Man, man, when you were in a spot that you couldn't help yourself, when you couldn't do it in your own strength, God says, you know what? I got you. Worship is our opportunity to bless God and remind ourselves, Lord, you're faithful. God, you got me out of that. Woo! Well, if he was faithful then, he'll do it again. See, now all of a sudden when we worship him, we're not worried about the lights or the guitar or man, the singers or this cue or that song or the audio. Man, we're not worried about that. Man, we're talking to ourselves. I will bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. You see, when we are sons and daughters of the Most High God, we are beneficiaries. Man, he's got something for his children. How many of you have a will and you've written your children in that will? They know that man, when you go, something's coming to them. Listen, Jesus died to give us everything that God wanted us to have. Forget not all of his benefits. Verse 3 says this. What are his benefits? Well, he forgives all of our iniquities. Mm. You know, we just stop right there. Listen, if you knew about me, what God knows about me, you'd go to some other church down the road. If I knew about you, what God knows about you, we may not let you in the door. <laughs> The good news is all of our sins, come on, somebody say all, not some or most, but all of them, forgiven. You see, that's good news. So we can come to church and not be bound by guilt, condemnation. You see, that's what, that's what handcuffs some of you from really worshiping God. You just feel so unworthy. I can't lift my hands in this place. I've messed up so bad. Man, if they only knew what I was a part of last week, last month, last night. And so condemnation, the enemy trying to steal your praise and keep you condemned. But one of the benefits that we worship God for, we worship God not because we're good, but because he's good. Come on, somebody. So quit making worship about you. Don't make it about how you feel or what you've done or how unworthy you are. Set your eyes on him and seek to bless him. Why? Because he's good. I may not feel great, but Lord, I know you are amazing. So I'm going to start where you are, and then I'm going to trust you to bring some of that to where I am. There's so much for us to learn, and he forgives all of our iniquities. And he heals all of our diseases. Mm. In other words, God can heal you everywhere you hurt. Sickness, pain, heartache, disease. There's not one disease identified by man that the blood of Jesus can't heal. Do we believe that? Tell you what. We better believe that if we're going to be a healing place, 
How many know if there's any church in all of America that, that should believe in the healing power of Jesus, it's this one. If we don't believe it, let's change the name of the church. Man, let's take the sign down. Come on, somebody. Part of our mission in life is to help bring healing to those that are hurting. He heals us of all of our diseases. Verse 4 says, he redeems my life from the pit of destruction. Redeemed. We've talked about redeemed. Redeemed means to convert into something of value. In other words, all the, the hurt and heartache and pain that we've walked through, God says, I'm going to convert that, and I'm going to use what was meant to destroy you. I'm going to use it to bless you. He redeems my life from the pit of corruption. The Amplified says he beautifies, he dignifies, and he crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. Strong, advancing and overcoming. Come on, how many just sense the Holy Spirit and His Word at work in you even now? <laughs> worship, worship is the portal from which we receive God's very best. I want to pray for some people. I want to, I want to minister to some people today. And, and, and in this attitude and in this, this spirit of worship, I want you keep keep the door of your heart open. Uh, God's already started something. Let's just cooperate with the Holy Spirit, can we? The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Psalm 22, uh, there's the Psalms again. Man, you can't get away from the Psalms. Psalm 22, 3, one of the Messianic Psalms. Uh, God inhabits. The Lord literally is enthroned, encamped around the praises of Israel. You know what that tells me? That when our praise goes up, God's power comes down. He dwells inside of our praise. So there's no better time to give God praise than right in the middle of a problem. If you're battling some things, give him praise. Give him worship. Say, Mike, I don't feel like it. Soul, you're going to bless the Lord with everything inside. I don't care how you feel. You don't get a vote today. Uh, you, you see some of us listening too much to what's happening around us and God's trying to say listen to the spirit of God inside of you thank you for listening take a moment and subscribe so you can become a part of the community here and stay up to date with what is happening at Healing Place Church for more information about HPC visit healingplacechurch.org